Um, well, thank you. And I'd, I'd like to thank everybody for coming um, and all the speakers and everyone who's uh, said very kind, generous things uh, during the day. And also those who unfortunately couldn't come but uh, sent very um, nice uh, uh, letters of apology. Um, so I, I thought very briefly, and I'll be fairly quick, um, I'll just go back to the very beginning, um, which was 1971. And, and this slide uh, just gives some images from 1971 to show you what it was like. Um, <laughs> so these young guys here are the, the Rolling Stones. Uh, it's Julie Christie, who we all fell in love with. Um, that's Michael Jackson. Um, that's uh, the, a film that's very good at the time. This was my car, state of the art, um, <laughs> British engineering. Um, and this was a computer, uh, at least a desktop, that could just about add, subtract, um, <laughs> and I think it could multiply and divide as well, but, but that was it. Um, and then this, this was me, um, and my daughter, uh, Fiona, who was born that year. And um, that's important because um, she was born in March, and in February, um, I was looking for a job. I just completed MRCP. And um, I was thinking of going to do some endocrinology with um, a group at Bart's. Um, but I was going to the antenatal clinic to, to pick up Kate, um, who had had an appointment there. Um, and on my way to pick her up, I bumped into um, Stan Pitt, um, who was the professor of medicine at um, St. Mary's. Um, and um, I'd been a medical student there, and uh, he recognized me, which is rather to my surprise, um, and said, what was I doing? And I said, well, I was looking for a job. And um, <laughs> he said, have you thought of doing research? And so I said, well, I was quite interested. Um, so he arranged that actually I went back and saw him early one morning. And um, he said that the MRC had uh, initiated a new scheme called the Clinical Research Fellowship um, and that um, they were rather desperate for people to apply for it. <laughs> and um, and uh, if I was interested in research, you know, what was I interested in? So I said, well, I really actually thought, thought immunology looked really interesting. Ah, he said, go and see my friend uh, Eta Askinas at Mill Hill, some fantastic immunologist. Um, so that was arranged very quickly, and I went to see Eta, and also met um, Alan Williamson, who was working with Eta at that time um, on B-cell memory and B-cell um, development. And um, we discussed things, and we decided that I'd put in a proposal to the MRC. So um, this was a one-page A4 application, um, completely freehand, no boxes to tick or fill in, just a letter saying, please can I have one of your fellowships. And almost by return of post, I got a reply saying, yes, you can start in October. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I went to uh, work with Eta and Alan um, at Mill Hill, uh, which uh, looked then as it does now, except that at that time there was no security. You could just climb over the wall um, to get in. Um, and uh, started to work on um, immunology. So like many things in life, it was an accident that I did that and started that. Um, but it, it, of course, it was, um, worked out very well for me. Um, so just to sort of tell you about immunology in 1971, um, we had rather 
then we thought were, were pretty cool and sophisticated tools, but actually um, these, are, these now look pretty primitive. We could look at antibodies by hemagglutination or immunoprecipitation, and uh, we could do sort of complement fixation, this amazing octolony diffusion of antibody antigen in agar gels, a um, bit of elect primitive electrophoresis. Isoelectric focusing of antibodies was introduced by Alan Williamson, I think, and, and was beginning, actually, of molecular immunology. Um, Yerner's plaque assay of uh, counting B cells um, that were making antibodies to sheet red blood cells. Sheet red blood cells was almost the only antigen people studied, that and uh, small chemical haptons. Um, and um, there was some sequencing coming in from um, uh, uh, um, just at the end, end terminus. Uh, Lee Hood was leading this and could make amazing um, um, conclusions from sequencing just 20 amino acids um, from the end terminus of antibodies, which actually turned out to be pretty uh, useful. Um, Cellular immunology, there were mixed lymphocyte reactions and these various assays and then some in vivo techniques um, which uh, could be used and some of them are still, are still used. Uh, there were inbred and congenic mouse trains um, and we, we could use antibodies. We had to make our own and we would, uh, you couldn't buy them from anyone so you'd, you'd have to immunize with whatever it was. Um, the best animals to use were goats, which they had at Mill Hill, and you could immunize them, and then you bleed the jugular vein with a bucket, and you collected a bucket full of blood, and then worked on that. Um, so those were the, the tools we had, and the things we didn't have are all the things we, we do now, of course. Um, so no flow cytometers, I couldn't clone T cells, no monoclonal antibodies, uh, at least not by hybridomas. Um, no cytokines, um, let alone assays for them, apart from interferon, perhaps. Um, there were no DNA, DNA techniques available to us, although, of course, um, in places like LMB, they were being developed. Uh, no proteomics. Peptides could be synthesized um, rather, as was said earlier, by hand, uh, very slowly and very, very with some difficulty. No computers, no bioinformatics. Uh, also, interestingly, no HIV, no hepatitis C, no SARS, etc. So, uh, what were we doing? We, we, we were looking at phenomena, and there were um, amazing sort of phenomena being described, and actually, in many cases, worked out by very sophisticated, or at least very um, uh, clever technologies, uh, techniques, and experiments, and, and elegant experimental design. To, to show that these things were really uh, real and, and people were working on these. And as I apparently said to Francis um, shortly after, um, the immunology was going down alleys to see whether they were blind or not. And most of them were, of course, but these ones were, were less blind and these were worked out. Well, of course, now uh, we have molecular explanations for all of these, and I won't go into them all, but. Uh, you know them well. And of course, I, what I say to students now is uh, you don't have to believe any of these phenomena unless there's a molecular mechanism behind it uh, that, that um, fully explains it. And of course, I get caught by that every time I send a paper to Jamie Wilson at Nature Immunology and the like. It comes back saying, send it back when you can uh, explain the mechanism behind this. 
um, which annoys me in intensely, but it is actually absolutely correct. <laughs> so uh, we've moved from phenomena to, to molecular immunology in, in those 40 years. And I'm sure that the next 40 years, uh, things are going to move even faster. So what you're doing now, everybody, um, when you're standing here doing this kind of thing, um, it will look as primitive as what we were doing then looked at the, the time. And indeed, things are moving faster, I think, nowadays. So through all this journey, I've been, I've been helped, of course, by a number of mentors. And um, I've mentioned Stan Peart, my PhD supervisors, Eta uh, and Alan. Um, then when I went to Stanford, Hugh McDevitt and Rose Payne, who was one of the pioneers of HLA typing, and taught me all about HLA class one and introduced me actually to Peter Morris and also to Walter and Julia Bodmer, um, who were in Oxford and indeed one of the reasons I was keen to come to Oxford. And then went there to work with Peter and with uh, David Weatherall. And I had a joint appointment between NDS and NDM, uh, which worked really well. Um, early on in my time in Oxford, I. Uh, did some work. I met Cesar Milstein at, at breakfast, a keystone meeting, also by accident, um, and asked about trying to make monoclonal antibodies to T cells. And he suggested I, I talk to Alan Williams, and we worked out. And, and Alan uh, was an enormous help to me um, in getting techniques going to look at uh, monoclonal antibodies using the hybridoma uh, technique. And of course, sadly, Alan died uh, very young. Um, and I was also helped by uh, Rod Porter, um, who was introducing me to Trinity College, which is the reason we're going there tonight, actually, um, who, who was a, a tower of uh, strength and uh, intellectual rigor in Oxford at, at, at Professor of Biochemistry. Um, my, my, I've single out Eta for, for particular mention because um, she not only mentored me then, but I think she's seen me about every two or three weeks um, throughout the last 30 years and has been visiting Oxford on Fridays afternoons um, and we always have a, a chat and a talk about what's going on and she's also uh, helped I think a lot of the younger people in the lab um, by sitting talking to them in the coffee room in the whim um, discussing their, their problems and their science um, and has been an enormous uh, help to all of us and has been really um, a pioneer of, of British immunology over the last uh, 50 years or so. And so we're very sorry that she can't be here because she is actually quite, quite seriously ill, uh, but very um, interested still to know what's going on. And I will have to go and see her very shortly and report back in detail uh, what, <laughs> what, what happened at this, this meeting, that the film may actually help. Um, I've also, over the time, had, had a number of overseas uh, collaborators um, with whom um, I've worked. And um, I've only shown those who've actually brought me money here, but, but <laughs> there, are, there are many others. Um, but, but I've had particularly strong in interactions with um, Bart Haynes and Norm Letvin, um, who also sadly died earlier this year. Um, but through the Charvi, which, uh, which Bart led with, with immense vision, um, and has now been uh, renewed. Um, so you're not getting rid of me completely because it's been renewed for another seven years, although I may not make it for the full seven years. Um, 
with um, IRV and, and I just highlight Joe Boyer who, who, who headed the um, uh, IRV group in Kenya in Nairobi and we worked very well with Job uh, for, for a number of years on um, early vaccine trials for HIV in, in Kenya. Bridget O'Tran, who, who also is unable to come here because of family illness, um, but she, um, through the AllVax, um, uh, we've had um, uh, tremendous um, collaborations, um, the, the Manon um, collaboration. And then with um, Mazafumi Takaguchi, um, who, who we've had a collaboration over many years, and, and I had a wonderful time uh, about um, uh, 20 years ago. I visited Japan. I met Masafumi. Uh, we had a lot of discussions. He was in Tokyo at the time, and he sort of handed me a piece of, piece of paper covered in Japanese and said, sign here. So I just <laughs> I signed here, and about six months later, a check for six million yen arrived, which is quite a lot of money, and I, I was short of cash in the lab at the time. And um, that was a real godsend and um, came regularly every year for about 15 years. And I'm never quite sure what the original Japanese words said, but they obviously <laughs> said, 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 said the right thing. So, so Mazifumi's here. Um, he'll probably be bombarded with people wanting to make friends. <laughs> um, so I think you've seen some of these slides. Over the years, I, I've worked with very many uh, people who've come through the lab and, and we've done um, a lot of exciting work and we've been to meetings and we've had parties and we've um, just got to know each other really well. So these are just, you've seen some of these pictures already, I think. Um, this was a retreat we had. Um, this was a visit to Kunming um, to go and see a primate center, Francis and me. Um, this is William Macoba um, and this is the, the lab group as it was about uh, 25 years ago, 20 years ago probably. Um, and then more pictures, um, that's Xianning planting the, the Chinese flag and conquering this um, huge mountain here, which is a sand dune in northwest China. Um, Tao uh, showing her skills on horseback and um, other meetings um, that we've had. Um, and then finally, my students, I, I was going to just thought I could show you all their work, and, and this is probably the shortest way to do it. Uh, <laughs> just to show, um, these are their theses um, that are stacked, like there's 51 of them, and I think there's um, about five missing and about two or three still to come. So uh, we thought it might get a bit dangerous, and I, I can't, <laughs> can't imagine the, the, the coroner's report saying he was killed, <laughs> killed by, um, too much work as they toppled over and crushed him. Um, so um, it's been wonderful working with all these people um, and seeing all their work um, come to fruition over, over the years. Um, now I'd also like to thank, and I've read I don't have pictures, but um, I've had some wonderful administrators and assistants, um, particularly from um, Lynn Houston, who was um, uh, administrator of the, the WIM for um, the first uh, two-thirds of my time there. Uh, Melanie Goble, who was my um, PA and then administrator in the uh, HIU. Um, from um, Stella Keyboard, who's now the administrator in the WIM. Um, uh, from uh, Liz Cloak, who's now my assistant currently, and actually helped to organize the meeting, and I'll thank her properly later. 
Um, and um, from Joe Roberts, who's been administering the, or the, the Charvi work and before that, the IRV work. Um, and then last, uh, I'd also like to thank the funders, uh, the MRC, who funded me almost through my whole career. Brief spell with the Wellcome Trust that, that helped me at a critical moment. And the NIH who funded the um, uh, Charvi program and the IRV who funded the vaccine work before that. And then very last of all, I'd really like to, to thank Kate, and I'll get a lump in my throat at this point. Um, but Kate has, has, has been supporting me with, with her love, her, her help, um, and her support um, over um, the whole time, of course. And I really don't think I could have done uh, half the things I've managed to achieve uh, without that uh, stability and love and uh, families. Um, happiness at home during this time. So thank you all very much. <laughs>